You are now listening to the Nicole Gonzalez podcast with me, your host, Nicole Gonzalez. For more information, you can find me at NicoleGonzalezWrites.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit the subscribe button so you never miss another podcast episode. And if you like the show, if you've ever gotten helpful content from it, please give it a rating and review however you listen to the show. The more positive reviews we get, the more the platform shows us to people who have never heard of us, and it only takes about 30 seconds of your time. So I would really, really appreciate it if you guys did that. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the psychological benefits of adopting an alter ego, which is also known as the Batman effect. And I was fascinated about this because when I first learned about it, I always thought an alter ego was a negative thing. Kind of like that creepy movie Split that came out a few years ago where he had like 12 different personalities and one of them was emerging and was super creepy. But anywho, it turns out that having an alter ego can actually help you to bridge the gap between who you are now and who you want to be in the future. So I want to start at the very beginning and talk about the word personality. The root of that word is persona which stems from Greek language from thousands of years ago. And a persona refers to the theatrical mask that was worn by performers to play roles or disguise their identities during a Greek play. So the word persona literally means putting a mask on and pretending to be someone different. And our personalities are exactly that. We have unique personalities in the way that we think and feel and behave, but Almost all of our personalities have been influenced by other people. So you might notice that you have a different personality around one group of friends than you do around another group of friends and vice versa, maybe different from your friends or your family. Maybe you have some friends who like to go out and party and have a good time, but you're also part of a running group and together you guys like to work out and talk about fitness and health with your running group. So you might act differently depending on who you're around. And this shows that we wear different personalities or AKA different masks around different people. So the idea of carrying different personalities is already very much ingrained in your life today, right now, but most of the time we do it without realizing. However, the people who have been really successful in the world, and I mean really successful, have mastered the idea of wearing a mask when they need to like flip a switch, and be a totally different person. So both Beyonce and Adele did this beautifully. For years, Beyonce identified as Sasha Fierce because she didn't have the self-confidence levels to perform at the level she wanted to. But once she created an alter ego, aka Sasha Fierce, if any of you guys are Beyonce fans, which my God, I hope you are, you've heard of or been familiar with the name Sasha Fierce. Before she performed, once she put on her stilettos and heard the music turn on, she says that she transformed into a completely different person. She was now Sasha Fierce, not Beyonce. And that meant her posture, her confidence, the way she spoke, walked, moved, danced, everything about her was completely different. And then after the performance, she would walk off stage, take off her stilettos, and then go back to being Beyonce again. 
And it wasn't until 2010, after years of being Sasha Fierce, that she claims that she finally gained enough confidence in herself to stop transforming into her alter ego before the show. So that proves to us that creating an alter ego literally helps you to become the person you want to be until you have the confidence to be that person on your own. And Adele actually did this too. Adele was inspired by Beyonce and she created an alter ego named Sasha Carter, which was a combination of Sasha Fierce and June Carter, who was a country music star. Because Adele idolized both of them and she infused both of their names together to create her alter ego. So Adele would literally transform into Sasha Carter before her performances. And it's not just musicians who have done this. Kobe Bryant was known as the Black Mamba. Dwayne Johnson is known as The Rock. Michael Jordan was known as Johnny Kilroyd. And there's so many others out there. So like I said, the people who have been really, really successful have mastered this skill of transforming into an alter ego. So the reason this has rippled And so many people, especially celebrities, like I said, those really successful people have adapted this is because there's research that shows that there's truth to this strategy and that there's proof. The studies have shown that this is a real thing and it helps people. So adopting an alter ego is an extreme form of self-distancing, which involves taking a step back from our immediate feelings to allow us to view a situation from a different set of eyes without a close connection to it, without any personal emotions or feelings, a completely different set of eyes. It allows us to rein in undesirable feelings like anxiety and depression or you know whatever other things. It's usually anxiety because usually you have to do some kind of performance or maybe if you're in sales, you have to make a phone call or you know we usually get anxiety around the things that we have to do. But it allows us to rein in those undesirable feelings And it increases our perseverance on challenging tasks, and it boosts our self-control and our self-confidence. So in one of the studies that were done, participants were asked to think about a challenging event in the future, an event maybe like an important exam, in two different ways. So one of the groups were in the immersed condition. They were told to picture that exam, that challenging event, as if you were from the inside, like the middle of the situation. And then the other group were asked to view that same event as if they were afar. So in a distance condition, maybe like they were a fly on the wall. So if this was an exam, maybe half the group were physically taking the exam and the other half of the group were a fly on the wall watching other people take the exam. And of course, the differences were enormous. So with the those, the people in the group that were taking the distance viewpoint were much less anxious about the event compared to the group who were immersed in the event they were, of course, anxious and stressed out about the event. So self-distancing encouraged greater feelings of self-efficacy and the sense that they could proactively cope with the situation to achieve their goal. And then there were other experiences too. So in another one, participants were asked to give a small public talk. Beforehand, they were advised to think through their emotions about the challenge using the third-person example. So when I say third-person, you would say Nicole Fields. So if they were to go up on stage and say, like, Nicole feels like she can go out and run a marathon, 
And that was the public speech. However, in the other group, they were asked to speak in the first person. So they would say, I feel, I feel like I can go out and run a marathon. So of course, just like the previous example, those who were asked to speak in third person as if they were a separate entity had less anxiety rather than the other group who were in the more immersive group. They were first person. They were speaking in the terms of I and like first person. They were much more anxious about the event. So the creation of the psychological distance helps participants to master their anxiety, reducing both subjective ratings, their emotions, and objective measures like you know, changes in heart rate and blood pressure and all the other things that usually come with a challenging event, especially one like public speaking. A lot of people don't like public speaking. So when you create an alter ego, now you're no longer, I wouldn't be showing up as Nicole. I would be showing up as a different person. And I don't feel anxious because the people I'm speaking from isn't looking at me speaking to them, but they're looking at somebody else, my alter ego, a different identity. And so, of course, those people in the study felt more confident in their presentation because it wasn't about them per se, it was about someone else. So self-distancing enables people to reap positive effects by leading them to focus on the bigger picture instead of the smaller picture, coupled with personal emotional feelings. And I'll give you one more example. You can even think of little kids. Little kids, when they dress up in costumes, they have a totally different personality. My daughter actually has this beautiful purple dress, which is the character of Isabella from Encanto. I'm sure any moms of small children or even dads too, if you have small children, you I'm sure have seen Encanto before and you guys will know what I'm talking about. But she has Isabella's Encanto dress. And from time to time, she loves to wear her Isabella dress. And she is like three, four, five times more confident and more energetic when she has that dress on. Because when she has that dress on, she's not technically in her own shoes as Isabella herself. She's pretending to be Isabella from Encanto. So now she is a different character. She has a costume on and she's not, you know, she doesn't have to worry about being her own self, her own personality with her own expectations. She's just this character on TV that she loves and admires. So there's clearly a huge tie between our alter egos and our confidence, and then also bridging the gap of who we are now and who we want to be in the future. So if you want to start creating your own alter ego, because clearly there's a lot of psychological benefits to it, and if you want to bridge that gap between who you are now and who you want to be in the future, well, then creating an alter ego is probably a great idea. And I have three quick tips for you guys on how to do that. So tip number one, I want you to name your alter ego. Who are you? You may have to research some names to help you get started. You can also be like Adele and use the names of people who you already admire and people who you already look up to. But first, you need to name this persona so that you recognize it as a separate identity. And it's easier to separate that identity and that person's feelings from your current identity and your current feelings. Right now, your current person, let's say you want to be a speaker, a public speaker. Right now, your current identity probably gets anxious about the idea of being a speaker and doing something out of your current um, or out of your comfort zone. But the alter ego that you're going to create 
oh no, that person has a lot of experience speaking. And that person has a lot of confidence and a lot of the skills that you don't yet have. So you need to create that person, create that name and recognize it as a separate identity. So tip number two, I want you to choose your superpowers. So what is it about this icon's personality that makes you look up to them? You want to choose a set of behaviors you would like to emulate and associate them with your alter ego. So for example, in that public speaking one, so now you named the, the identity. Well, what is your superpower? Your superpower might be the fact that you can get on stage and talk to thousands of people without fear. Your superpower is unlimited confidence. Your superpower is beautiful speech. Like you are just like a flawless speaker and a great communicator and you are super confident. So like you want to choose your superpowers. Maybe it's not public speaking at all. Maybe you want to be really healthy and really fit. So maybe your alter ego is somebody who goes to the gym four or five times a week and somebody who has a lot of willpower to say no to sugar and to eat really clean and to work on abs. And man, I should create that super alter ego because obviously that's a really challenging thing for all of us to do. But you know, you want to create an alter ego with superpowers that you ultimately would like to have. Okay. So that's tip number two is to choose your superpowers. Tip number three is to get to know your alter ego. When you have finished creating your avatar, for lack of a better word, after you've named your avatar, after you've created their superpowers, I want you to spend some time getting to know him or her. Who are they? What are the things that they like to do? How would they act under pressure? How would they respond to certain situations? What kind of language do they use? How do they dress? So get to know them so that it's easier for you to flip a switch and become that person in a moment's notice and be able to step into their shoes, either literally like Beyonce in her stilettos or figuratively. I think clothing is actually a really great trigger. So I loved Beyonce's idea of the stilettos because it's once you're stepping into those stilettos, you're stepping into those shoes, you are now Sasha Fierce, right? You are a different person because you are wearing a different pair of shoes that your regular, your current identity would not wear. But when you wear these shoes, man, you got to step into a different person because you're about to get on stage and perform and do something out of your comfort zone. So I love the idea of going down that road and seeing, asking your questions like, what are you going to wear? What kind of outfits do, does your avatar dress in? How do they act? And um, how do they respond to certain situations? All those kinds of questions. So you want to get to know your alter ego. All right, guys, that is all I've got for you today. If you are interested in the psychological benefits of an alter ego, go ahead and look into it yourself. Like I said in the beginning, it's called the Batman effect. And the whole concept is how an alter ego empowers you to be the next best version of yourself and helps you to bridge the gap of who you are now and who you want to be in the future. So go ahead and look into it a little bit further if you'd like to, but I really encourage you to create your own super, you know, your super alter ego with superpowers and create your own avatar. It's a really great practice and will help you to pursue the dreams that you are on right now.
Again, those three tips are name your alter ego, choose your superpowers and get to know your alter ego. So that way it's easier for you to flip a switch and step into that person. All right, guys, that's all I got for you today. As always, please subscribe to the show if you haven't done so already and make sure to leave a rating and review if you love the content and if it's been helpful to you. Another episode will be out in just a few days, but until then, I love you and I'm on this journey with you. Thank you guys for listening. If you like the show, please, please, please share it with someone you love, someone you care about. My goal is always to help people to make them feel loved and special and cared for and connected with. So if this episode helped you in any way, let's keep spreading all those good vibes. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Nicole Gonzalez Writes or my website at the exact same thing, <laughs> NicoleGonzalezWrites.com. And remember, you guys, I love you and I will see you next week. Thank you.